0: Welcome to the cast, Blackcast, a special late-night, extra special edition Spectre post-game. This edition of the Blackcast will be very spoiler heavy. We're really going to talk a lot about Spectre. We're going to give away a lot of the spoilers from the movie. So if you're having any expectations of seeing Chris
1: says Blowfish.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, oh that didn't really God. give it away now, did it? So that's not really a spoiler. That he's Blowfish. <laughs> uh, Christian Blatt here on Twitter at ChristianDMZ. James what- Blatt
2: had sex with a girl. Two girls. But not
1: three. Not three.
2: three.
0: (laughs) Does he have sex with one dude? We won't say. Some spoilers will stay. Wait, do we consider oral sex sex? No, of course not. We've all talked about this before. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He and Q on that ski lift thing that that doesn't that didn't count. It was like full broke
1: back mountain, <laughs> full blown broke back. I think he broke his back. The
0: oh, uh, power bottom. The subtitle of the film is uh, Bond can't quit Q. <laughs>
2: Uh, see, I, I see what you did that. Yeah, that's what
0: I did. that's what I did there. Anyway, uh so uh Christian Blatt uh Blackcasting with all of you. Welcome. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Christian DMZ, the blackcast itself, at B L A D T C A S T. You can like the Blackcast on Twitter, and of course blackcast.com. On the other side of the glass, Captain EO, on Twitter at Jeff Durey. Yo. And of course, on Twitter being leaked upon. Yes, culture at Coltrane Lakes. Our pal Coltrane with uh, last check fourteen thousand uh, spam bot followers and a hundred normal people,
2: something like that. Yeah,
0: uh, not present, not present at our late night. Actually, it wasn't a late night. Our early evening screening of Spectre. Our pal Agent Starling on Twitter at willsterling_ underscore he was not with us because he was out in acting class and so he would rather learn how to be an actor instead of watching amazing acting inspector but we give him a pass and coltrane why do we give agent coltrane uh, agent starling a pass for not being with us right now Uh, because we all want to be part of the wilterage
2: I, I was going to say because he's got a, an attractive wife, but that'll work, too. That's a
0: secondary concern. Uh, he can do whatever he wants as True long enough. as he keeps us part of the will True enough. Anyway, uh, I think uh, we've uh, had enough preamble. Uh, I will uh, let you guys start and uh, give some thoughts on Spectry. I don't know why they put the, the R-E just because they're British. They should change the spelling for us so it looks like Spectre, S-P-E-C-T-E-R. I-
2: I agree. I agree. Okay, I like it.
0: That's that's about, all right. Good night, everybody.
1: And that's our. assessment. That's all we needed. <laughs> they spelt it funny. The end. The end. That's Just, about all there is to say about this movie. That's I mean, true. Look, I really love Casino Royale. That is now still officially my favorite Bond movie. It's
2: great. That's definitely in my top five. I was yeah. thinking that as we were watching this one, I was mm-hmm. definitely thinking Casino Royale. I was like. You know what I really like that one? That that one I'm going to go back and watch again tonight. Well, it
1: had everything and everything. It kind of came out of nowhere, but not really. Like No, but it was
0: so much different, you know, than previous Bond movies. I mean, think about what you had before that. You had Pierce Brosnan and Timothy Dalton, you know. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, See,
2: I I like Pierce Brosnan. Don't really like Timothy Dalton, but I mean it's Timothy Dalton you
0: know yeah (laughs) most people don't but uh, yeah so anyway so Casino Royale still the best according to Captain EO
1: well you know what the best part about Casino Royale is I can't think of the entire movie being filled with completely ridiculous things happening oh so it's
0: oh so it's not really a James Bond movie yeah (laughs) kinda (laughs) that's That's why you like it it. it's the least James Bond of all the movies it's the best like
1: movie movie yeah I agree and it, But it has James Bond. To me, that's what makes it such a great film. Uh, this one had a, so much potential. Like, it has all that setup, It has all this, like, everything was my fault, which wasn't that the same plot they had last time with Javier Bardem? He's like, I kinda, everything was my fault. Yeah. Are I we going to get another next level boss? It, it's a theme. Did it's that. always everything somebody's fault.
0: And by the way, early in the movie, you know, I like one thing that they did, which is they sort of tapped into the fact that we're going to see the guy who plays Moriarty on Sherlock and be like, okay, there's no way this guy's gonna, like, yeah. he doesn't open his mouth and you go, bad guy. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, no like,
1: chance. The second Moriarty came on, I was like, so you're going to betray yeah, him. I know,
0: it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're yeah. going to fall to your death kind of artistically.
2: I, that was another thing I was thinking. I was like, Moriarty sure knows how to die. Yeah, no, he absolutely
0: does. So, uh, anyway, so, yes, uh, there you thought there was a lot of potential. By the way, let me interrupt for a second, even though I was just about to throw the floor back to you. Uh, Casino Royale, uh, best Bond movie, uh, Quantum of Solace, one of the worst.
1: Yes, agree, couldn't agree more. I
0: don't know that it's, I, okay, I'm going to have to sit down and watch all of them to say this that it was the worst, Quantum of Solace. But I mean, they didn't. There's like a behind the scenes thing. There was a writer's strike. They couldn't rewrite it or something stupid. So, you know, let's film it anyway, even though it's badly written, mm. is basically what that was. Kind of, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's far and away
1: the worst Daniel Craig Bond film by like the largest of margins.
0: Yeah. So out of the four, it's the
1: worst one. <laughs> it's, it's like, look, I actually. I, I still enjoyed Spectre overall. It was still. No, I, it was fun. It, it was a they, fun movie. It was yeah. a good watch, it was interesting. I wouldn't put it up there as like one of the best movies I've seen recently, and it wasn't even one of the best action movies I've seen recently. But it was a it was a good film. Um, I, worth I think that, twenty dollars a ticket. I don't know sixteen. I, I, I don't think you that, still owe
0: me five bucks. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I,
1: I don't think the spectacle in this movie warrants. You mean the specter? The spectacle, <laughs> Irma Gerd. Uh, Irma Gerd. I don't think that it warrants having to go see it in the theaters. I think this is a movie you can see at home. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if
0: uh, I'm pretty sure. I well, I know because he said it before we were on the air. Uh, I still think Skyfall was better than this.
2: I agree also. I was Coltrane, about to say that. your I, thoughts? See, here's the thing: I don't particularly like Skyfall. I mean, Quantum, so- Quantum of Solace was clearly significantly worse, but I just I don't know. Like, there's something about Skyfall that I just didn't I didn't think it was good enough. It's because but you hate
0: Adele. You hate chubby no, broads. No, I, I
2: actually like that song. A that's lot that's
0: one of the best Bond songs in a while, and we'll talk about the Bond song in a minute. But anyway, go ahead, uh, but it, Coltrane. It,
2: here's the thing, though. I think that if you took out Skyfall, I think that Spectre would have been a great movie because you wouldn't have gone back to like once again, like you got to go back to it's his a good history, point. and like it was that's that was just dumb and kind of pointless. And I felt like this one was a, this one was a better representation of that. But I just felt like... I, it was
0: familiar because yeah, like they, they had should, already addressed it in Skyfall.
2: Right. So they shouldn't have done that. Like, if they had sort of... Because it's... I don't know. Like, that theme is just like, okay, you do it once and it's kind of interesting. Or, like, you know, you can kind of cle- like keep it over, like, for two movies, like, have a little bit of a thread going. But I don't want to just, like, have every movie just be like, oh, let's go back and look at James Bond's past. Let's go back and look at James Bond. He was an orphan and this is... I'm done. I get it. Like, who cares? He's a fucking, like, super agent. I want to see him do cool stuff. I don't want to sit here and, like, ha- like see him look like a pussy the whole time. Mm. Like, oh my god, like, wow, <laughs> wow, I was an orphan, wow. Now know, I'm a super spy who we- gets to bang all these hot chicks around the world. Let's, you know, I mean, come on. He, he now- was an
1: orphan who, spoiler alert, had his adoptive parent murdered also murdered. by Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that pesky blowfish. Now, but Coltrane, we do see him do plenty of cool stuff in this.
2: Oh, yeah. Agreed. Now- and like I said, I just think that I think this movie would be even better if there wasn't the Skyfall.
0: Fair enough. But uh, as you referenced, uh, you leaned in during the movie and you mentioned something to me. When they're in Mexico City and he you know, gets all right up on that window and he uh, takes a few shots. <laughs> what did you lean in and say to me?
2: Uh, I said that, it, like, because there was a, in the scene, like, he shoots and he misses somebody, and I said Idris Elba wouldn't have missed.
0: That's right. Mm. And then about Two minutes late, about five minutes later, he's uh, piloting a helicopter, which is an amazing sequence, completely unrealistic, but it's James Bond for God's sake. And he's drenched in sweat. So I lean in and said, "Idris Elba wouldn't be sweating right now."
1: This is all true. The best part about that helicopter sequence oh, is was when kicking it does the, the dude flight. out the door. Well, that's great. But when it does a flip and he falls to the back, and then it, and then it flips all the right way around, he's like back to choking. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Don't worry, that didn't hurt my choking arm. I can still do plenty of choking.
1: How about the fucking pilot when him and the the other assassin are fighting in the back? He's still swerving the helicopter. Like you can't get control over your fucking helicopter, guy. Yeah, suck.
0: And he and he waits for the other guy to you know take a dive before he's like, okay, well now I'm gonna reach for the pilot gun that I have. Yeah.
1: Cause, 'Cause all pilots keep a nice little handgun handy.
0: Apparently Spectre pilots do.
2: <laughs> but he I mean honestly And he, in, by the
0: way, in Mexico City, all helicopter pilots probably do have a handgun.
1: That's actually it's entirely
2: good. possible. But that I mean, that helicopter pilot could not have been any more of a Star Trek red shirt guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a great point. <laughs>
2: that is exactly... like as soon as I saw him, that's what I thought. Like he didn't even have like a cool villain look, mm. like cool like thug number one look like he was he was typical Star Trek he wasn't rusher. Drax <laughs> no he was not Drax. he was no Drax who died
1: in the most like unceremonious way just falls off a train and they're like yeah that means dead yeah you fell off a train you're done uh, was, yeah listen, the there rope was, was no around- bridge for him to fall well, off ro- of on the train there the was rope. no
2: the rope was around his neck you could sort of speculate that maybe like it choked him out or maybe no, it, like, you can't because
1: he's literally holding up James Bond with one hand
2: because <laughs> he's fucking Drax. It's ridiculous. Listen, the train was moving pretty fast. Were, like, was it? Because when were, it left them, there were, it
1: looked like it was inching along yeah, it the track. Really, yeah. like, they could have walked back to it and been like, well, no, you know, we're going to wait them. a while.
2: Can you chill? Having, having
1: been, for them.
0: Having been on a train in Morocco, uh, <laughs> they don't move very fast. They're they're all overnight trains. How much okay. better would
1: that scene have been if he like then got up, to put the rope, rope off, and then walked back onto the train <laughs> like, what the fuck, guy? Like, yeah, like, come on.
2: <laughs> Except what you guys are again missing is that he was uh, attached to K. Of beer. I think he got distracted with the kegs of beer, and that's uh, what happened.
1: That Which is an
0: interesting Just point saying. because I'm watching this and I go, oh, there's kegs of beer on the train in Morocco, a Muslim country <laughs> where alcohol <laughs> is not. Entirely banned, but it's not easy to come by, and it wouldn't be on the train. So, what Especially are you got?
2: Ten kegs of it? Yeah.
0: What are you going to tell <laughs> me? Those those were kegs of what?
2: You mean they had
1: kegs of beer after they were drinking martinis on that well, there was, train? Well, yeah. There's also that. So clearly, this
0: is some <laughs> fancy white people train, and by white people, I mean you know non-Muslims.
1: Oh, the best the best scene was when I leaned into uh to Ken, and I go. Uh, Right after he breaks the fucking uh, zip tie around his hand, effortlessly, I go, that's white power.
2: (laughs) That was was a great line.
0: (laughs) That is a great line. It was amazing because it's like, all right, I got the the bag on my head. I'm going to shoot these two dudes. Oh, don't worry. I can definitely just break the zip ties. I feel like this movie would have a great riff tracks. Look, this is, like- I think it would have a great riff tracks, actually. <laughs> and by the way, so, you know, Christoph Waltz, when we see him and, we, you know, we barely see him at first. Uh, you know, I think that uh, there, there's tells. I don't know. You were, you already knew he was Blofeld. I guess I didn't. Blowfish. Sorry, I don't want to upset you. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I guess I hadn't read enough about it. So uh, I, I, the the giveaway was, was the, the fluffy kitty cat. That, uh, we're like, <laughs> okay, I see where this is going. But um, you'd think he'd be smart enough to go, well, this is James Bond. I'm probably going to have to take his watch off.
2: No. That was another thing I was saying. <laughs> No. So, like, he doesn't
0: do the thing where he tells you his whole plan, except, of course, he does show you his whole plan. But at the same time, he's like, Nah, we're going to go ahead and leave that watch on. That's fine. (laughs) That's not going to be a problem. Nope. That's not going to work against me. has a watch
1: ever been an issue in a James Bond film?
0: Mm, Yeah, you know what? I can't think of a single one. So it's a good point. So, you know, you live and learn.
1: Blowfish,
2: <laughs> fucking blowfish, <laughs> fucking blowfish. What, what,
1: what, what, what crime was he really committing, anyways? All he wanted to do was voyeuristically watch everyone yeah. jerk off in the shower. What's
0: wrong with what's kind of it? Yeah. What's wrong with liking to watch dudes jerk off in the shower? That is Liev's entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean,
1: it's it's a passion project for him. Pretty sure that's what JC does up there in heaven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I think you might be right Uh, we'll talk about the very beginning of the movie well not the very beginning because uh, spoiler alert he looks right into the camera and shoots so I've ruined that for everybody yeah but
2: who got him first who got the drop on Bob?
0: Coltrane was a little quicker draw and uh, you got him so that was the embarrassing thing Coltrane shot James Bond dead before the movie started. Just saying. So it really didn't have much of a chance to be that interesting. But, uh, you know, we were just talking about how Liev is someone who voyeuristically likes to watch dudes jerk off in the shower. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a passion project for him. And it's really not that different than the goal for the uh, villain in the James Bond movie. Basically... It tells us that Liev is a James Bond villain because, you know, James Bond villains like to pet kitty cats and, you know, you can usually find him surrounded by pussy. Mm. Why,
1: why are you talking about Liev right now? I don't know. You douchebag. But... Leave uh, him alone. Hey, hey, I can't stick around. I got to go home and masturbate on uh, Tube 8 to young teen porn. But, uh, hey. Wait, hey, how, how how young Jared teen? How, how young are the
0: teens? Well, I mean, they say 18 and up, but I hope that's a lie. <laughs> You hope Ittles. that's a lie. Yes, uh, thank you. A uh, little cameo appearance by Liev, who couldn't come to the movies with us because he had to work. David Fogel is leaving the building. Yeah. he Exactly. We, we miss him already.
2: On his way to subway. So,
0: early in the uh, movie, though, we get... You know, look, I know that this is the 21st century, and... The world in and of itself is uh, gay-friendly. Everybody loves things that are gay. Uh, Gay is the new black. Look, all that. But this is the gayest James Bond song I've ever heard. As I said to Coltrane, it's the opposite of A View to a Kill, which is one of the best ever. Not so much the movie, but the song. And um, so why do we need, basically, uh, Sam Smith singing
1: a gay opera so that we can in truly enjoy the tentacle porn that we are watching it's at true. the beginning of the movie. There
0: there was some hardcore tentacle porn.
1: It was awesome. Really, I had, I had a raging boner during that whole intro. And it wasn't just due to my proximity to Ken. It was... <laughs> it was that tentacle porn. Ow! You know, by the time that
0: Part of the movie was over, though, uh, Captain EO. How much popcorn had you eaten? Most
1: of my giant, large bucket of popcorn. <laughs> I housed that popcorn. Yeah, so
0: uh, explain how you ordered. Uh, you ordered for, for me and for you, but uh, yes. you went up there and how'd you
1: order? I said, I'll have a large popcorn and a regular popcorn for him. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, I'll have a large drink, no ice. Yeah. And then you were like, I'll have some ice. I
0: wanted some ice. I wanted to be cold. You're like, and then you just embraced your inner fat kid, you yeah. said. Yeah.
1: I said, I'm going full fat kid on this. And then I asked him if they had ice made of sugar, <laughs> and he said no. He's like, uh, no, we don't.
2: That's a great idea, though. I yeah. was going to say, that is a brilliant idea, and we should trademark... Ah, Sammy, there's another thing we're never going to uh, do. By the way, I
0: can't believe we missed this uh, thrilling Bengals-Browns Thursday night game. Um, you know, we should have Just- skipped the movie and watched.
2: Clearly. <laughs> in fairness, at halftime, when we went into the movie, yeah. it was only 14 to 10.
0: Okay, well... So, so, so when
2: we went in, it was fine, and then... The Browns it's, did what the Browns do. It's
0: because <laughs> the Browns did what Cleveland does. Take a shit,
2: yes, <laughs>
0: on themselves. Yes. So anyway, um, I'm trying to think about some things about the movie in general. I, I don't know. Look, it's always going to be ridiculous. I like to. I like the choice of countries where they went. I'm like, oh, Mexico City. You know, I still don't want to go there because it's probably not safe. No. But uh, I'm like Austria. Okay, maybe. Yeah. I, I've been to Morocco. That that took me back. And then, uh, oh, Rome. All right. you know, it's, Rome he, if you want to. <laughs> well, th- that's exactly why I should have brought the bell. But then I would have been sitting in the movie with the bell. There would have been moments like when Bond says or does something preposterous, I would have had to hit the bell. Basically, yeah, when he broke the zip ties, I would have done the triple bell, the ding, ding, ding.
1: Oh, my God. How about the guy sitting next to me? Who checked his fucking fantasy lineup in the middle of the movie. I saw that! I wanted to lean in and be like, hey, hey, guy, it's going to be the same score after the movie. You can put that the fuck away. Also, uh, anybody that you
0: have active tonight is either on the Browns or the Bengals. They're not going to help you that much. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Unless it's- you have Tyler Eifert. Fucking Eifert. God damn it. Son of a bitch. AJ Green, okay? Throw it to him. Hey, J- Sorry. give Jeremy Hill a little bit of venting. love. Look, venting. Just Look, give Jeremy Hill a little love. That's clearly, what
0: I'm clearly, that guy had Johnny Manziel, so he's like, I gotta, I gotta check on Johnny football.
1: What a great! I said, uh, who's gonna get beat harder tonight, the Browns or Johnny Manziel's girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> <See>? <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> just, distance yourself from that comment real quick. I don't agree. I know. know. And I,
2: there was like, there's something that I want to jump in with, but I can't. But it, oh man, that was so good.
0: But nobody listens to this thing. It's all right. Don't no, worry about it. Oh, no. Ah, uh, Sammy, that's another thing you're never going to do. So, uh, I think, uh, let's I just talk I think we, the Browns deserved it less. <laughs> <laughs> have! Uh, come on. I can't believe he came back in and did that. You know, he leaned into your mic and uh, you know, <laughs> used the modulation to sound so like Coltrane. Dirty. But uh let's talk about the ladies of Specter. Uh was you like had an, one. it, it there, there's two. There's two, but the first one was Talk about the
1: first one because you had an
0: interesting you guys both had a really interesting take on that. You mean
1: the aggressive rape scene that happened in the beginning? Because <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> Uh yeah, so he like gets all up in Monica Belushi's face and is just like
0: By the way, oldest Bond girl ever, and she's not even really a Bond, but you know Bond Conquest in a movie.
1: Uh so he's all like up in her grill and then he's like your fucking husband's dead and he's just getting closer and I, I saved getting, your like, life, let
0: me get in that octopus. Yeah,
1: I was just like she really doesn't seem like she has a choice in this no. situation right now. Yeah. Like this isn't sexual tension. This is, like, fear. <laughs> and then my favorite part is when he's walking away and she's still fully clothed in yeah. lingerie. I was like, okay.
2: And didn't even look like she had just, like, had, like, the fuck look. Like, her yeah. hair was all, like, perfect. Her clothes were, like, completely, like, immaculate. No, like, sweating or anything. Like, the sheets weren't even, like, torn up.
1: No. Do you think that like James Bond actually doesn't have sex with these chicks at this point? Like he's had so much sex <laughs> yeah. now that what he does is make them lay on the bed and just jerks off ferociously <laughs> in the Wait, corner he- just watching them. Yeah, I'm going to y- rape you, know, you later. You know
0: his uh, his cufflings did look askew. So yep. that that would definitely explain that that's what it was.
2: Which by the way, I just want to jump in cuz this is something that I thought of as well when they were uh when they were at that hotel and like uh they found the secret room. Yes there was a picture like of the daughter and she's like laying on the bed at like, oh, like a 13 year old I'm actually really yeah, glad that was you so mentioned suggestive that so yeah her I was dad uncomfortable. Her, yeah, that's
1: what I was her
0: dad about. has the bulletin board of pictures Jeez. of her and and then I'm like, am I overthinking this? Because she said I, he'll never hurt me again, and I'm like, all right. So he has like a like a really alluring picture of his daughter, yeah. who in that picture, let's just say, she's Liev age. So like yeah. you know, and she's pulling up her yeah, fucking that's, shirt. Yeah. Exactly. Like,
2: that's why I that thought was, it was so weird. That was rough. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wait a second. Like okay, he's got some pictures of her as like a young girl. Like you know, that's some of it was kind of like. You know, sort of innocent and then all of a sudden you see that and you're like, wait a second, that's wait totally a inappropriate. That that <laughs> That's
1: her that's her American apparel ad that she did. It looked like something he had like stolen from one of her boyfriends or something. Or <laughs> stolen from Jared from Subway. Yes. Oh, God.
2: That also would have applied. She
0: was way too old for Jared for Subway. Just a joke, people. <laughs> so don't send any letters. Oh, fucking. Yeah, th- that was actually really disturbing. And then, did I miss something? So he's flipping through the the VHS tapes and he looks long and hard at the label of one of them, but uh, I'm like, okay, was that supposed to mean? It was Vesper. Yeah, it was Vesper. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't read. They said, like,
1: Vesper something. Vesper yeah. Lind. That was her last name. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. I guess I wasn't paying enough attention.
1: But I'm wondering what that video was. Was it, I like, a sex tape? Yeah. Because that seemed like his sex dungeon.
0: Well, yeah. Look, he's got a sexy picture of his underage daughter, so clearly that's his sex dungeon.
1: Here's my <laughs> sex tape of your ex. Who, like, they, throughout all these Bond movies, we have this, like, oh, I miss Vesper so much. Why? She was stupid and a bad guy. Like she wasn't even fucking that good in the first one. Do you
0: do you notice by the way uh Coltrane that his James Bond sounds exactly like Paddington Bear? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> They're the same. True I like
0: enough. my marmalade shaken, not stared.
2: Exactly. Like a fuck by the way, a fucking pussy martini is a shaken martini. Yeah, right. Martini.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Just, it
2: overly waters it down. When you shake it, instead of oh. like stirring it, it waters it down. It's See, just, I didn't even know that. It breaks the ice more, so the ice melts faster. So it actually, that's a weak martini is what he's ordering smugly.
1: And that's your mixology for the day?
2: Just <laughs> telling you. I went to class for this, people. Went to class for it. He's
0: an expert on this.
2: So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so.
1: Also, what haven't... was the point of Blowfish's machine? Because it didn't work. He was like, I'm going to drill in your head and you're going to forget her. What? And then he, said, he drills in his head. and then he's, like, like, I, I he's like, I'll you. never
0: forget you. Like, okay. Well, I guess he was going to get back in there, you know, basically. Well, he's I mean, getting listen, all up that, in it. Really
2: that, good. Was, that, was the <laughs> super, that was the super villain telling him his whole plot thing where I'm going to torture you. I'm just going to do it very slowly so you can come up with some way to get out of this before everything happens. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's a good thing I took away everything on your person that can explode.
2: Well, I mean, listen, he did take off his jacket.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, that's listen, true. mean, listen, the
2: dinner jacket was gone.
1: Yeah. Oh, I also loved it. As soon as they escaped the facility, and he's just fucking, like, holding her hand while, like, turning around, shooting a machine gun. Yeah. At the, like, let her hand go. Let
0: her find some cover, bro. Like, what are you doing? Look, he wanted her to know it was a date, all right? And he's a gentleman, if nothing else. He wants to make sure.
2: Uh, and, and, you know, can we just talk about the fact that this guy, you know, Blowfish was sitting there with all this, like, he's trying to collect <laughs> now information. No, he's officially Blowfish. Of sure. course. Okay. He's trying to collect all this information. Why don't you get information on a thug who can shoot? I'm just saying there's like a 100 guys there trying to shoot a James Bond and not one of them comes close. Yeah, like no. I could have gotten closer than mm. any of those guys. He's
0: he yeah, so basically he hired the gang of goons from the the uh 60s Batman that uh, Cesar Romero would have. Yes. Like sorry, the Joker, Cesar Romero. Yes. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, these guys will be fine. No problem. We're we're going to do okay. It's... I mean,
2: like, they, they weren't shooting within 10 yards of him.
0: No, not <laughs> he, not even close. And there
2: was a time he wasn't even, like, behind anything. There was no cover. He's just standing there, and they can't even come close. <laughs> I'm just saying that was – I mean, like, I understand, like, it, it's a movie. It's an action movie. Like, they're good, everyone's going to shoot the good guy, and they're not going to get him. But, I mean, come close. I mean, yeah. That's all I'm saying.
1: You know, I just have to say that Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood just aged so well <laughs> <laughs> in this sequel to The Good Son.
2: It was a great.
1: It was a great thought that you
0: had there. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there was. So he's he's looking at the burned photo where, like, you know, the, the dad kind of looks Christoph Waltz Waltz-ish, you know. I am like they like that Photoshop. I was just like, wait, is Christoph Waltz old enough
1: to be his dad? <laughs> you
2: know? I'm like I'm like,
1: how are they gonna explain that? Now that's a plot twist I would like. Like I'm your daddy, I fucked your mom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs>
0: Boom. Oh. But uh so how do we like uh I don't know the actress's name, should I the say, doctor? Say, do. yeah.
1: What do we what do we As, think? Like You know, I didn't think she was that all like she's hot. She didn't hot. think she was that hot. She like, she knows her she way had, around a gun. She has, like, that uh, Neanderthal skull thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Where, like, there's people where their brow is very prominent. It's like the Neanderthal skull. <laughs> <It> <laughs> she hit, had that. It hit the- it's a, I, that's an astute observation.
2: I don't know what. you can't blame that. that. was that was an observation for sure. That's an observation. I thought... I mean, like, the, she... She definitely was, especially because you got to figure like he's in, he's older James Bond now, mm. so he needs someone who's not just like you know like the nineteen year old fucking like complete tight body and everything. Does he really? He does. Okay. Like he's old James Bond now. You know what I mean? Like we're talking about how like he had his scene with Monica Bellucci. I mean, you know, I'm just saying he's he's uh, more refined at this point.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's you know, true. So there was no romance between them though. There's no chemistry. There was, ze- I really thought Daniel Craig and that chick had like zero chemistry. Except for the fact that, you know, when they,
0: uh, they tossed the guy off the train, then it's like, well, what do we do now? And then I'm like, all right, well, that makes sense. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Hard.
1: Yeah. That's like, all right. Yes. But here's the mistake they made at that point. Clearly no one is out? even else. No, no one else is on this fucking <laughs> train. Cause did we see anybody else during that fight no. scene? Not one person. Fuck her right there. Oh, why that's are you going back great, to the room? Yeah, fuck her true. right there. If I was him, I would have fucking pulled her pants down or dressed. She was up wearing a dress, and I would have taken her to. But town. again,
0: he's a dignified British gentleman. So no, he-, he
1: is not. He is a rapist, and he should have <laughs> fucking gotten right on it. Fuck him.
2: <laughs> well, a, lo- a lot of women. have- <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, the other man. thing.
1: Where's like the condoms in the fucking James Bond movies? Because that dude's got a dirty dick by
2: now. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Listen, he's got cue to give him that that ultra penicillin. Yeah, he's yeah. Good. yeah. But what smart about? Blood. But what about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the smart the smart blood is a, is a euphemism for the HIV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the smart blood was also. Stupid and pointless. Yes. Like we can track him this way. Yeah. And we'll never use it again. except for when Q
0: lies about it. He's yeah. like, where is he? Oh yeah. Where you want him to be and not where he really is. And scene.
1: Yeah. And there's no consequences for anything in this movie. No. That's like the that's my problem with James Bond movies, is that there's no consequences. There's no reality. And that's why I loved Royale so much, because it, it felt more real. It felt yeah. Because he d- he loses the girl, and there was actually some fucking chemistry between him and the chick who played Vespa, and y- you actually cared when she died and stuff happened in this movie. If that spoiler chick, spoiler
2: alert,
1: yeah, <laughs> Blowfish <laughs> is fucking Blowfish. It's all good. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm just saying, like, there was there was just I didn't care about anything that happened in this movie. Like, there was no connection to the so events.
0: Would you have enjoyed a scene where? Uh, Penny was docked two weeks' pay and sent home because she was uh, you know, spied upon and you he had her phone tap and then it's like, all right, well you're off the case now. Does that you wanted those kind of
1: consequences? Kinda you know, like they, they really should have had things where they're like, you know what, like you're fucked. You really gotta go old, old school, no technology, no yeah. backup, and you just gotta go in and fucking kill people and do some stuff. Like everything was too easy in this whole movie. Hey, like-
0: wait a minute. When he stole the car and you tried to use the guns. There was no ammunition. Oh, That no. was not that easy. That was so then such he's like, a oh, heartache. I, dude, I'm going to just set your car on fire. That's yeah. all I can do.
1: Which also seemed to have zero effect overall. On
0: that car, yeah.
1: You know what he should have done? He's got fire and all this shit. Use the fire to distract and blind him and then turn out so that he <laughs> crashes problem solved <laughs> except for drax would have just popped out with his knives and stabbed it's true him.
0: and look it, we had some uh, we had some fun uh, car chase action there you know through the through the streets and down by the waterfront of rome
1: well how about the fact that all he does is go like oh i found coordinates oh we took a train oh we're here Oh, a car picked us up. Oh, we're at the place. Oh, I blew it up with my watch. (laughs) Oh! Oh, Like, the whole time I was just like, well, that was too easy. Clearly he's not dead and coming back. Like, everything was just so obvious. Well,
0: everything was obvious, and there weren't a lot of problems for him to overcome, but let's talk about uh, just how convenient a few different things were. There's, you know, the uh, case in point... The building's blowing up in 10 seconds. Don't worry. I know there's a net here that will catch us, Mm -hmm. but not really catch us. It'll just slow our fall, and then I'm going to get us in the boat, and I'm going to get out of this bitch, and then I'm going to use a handgun (laughs) to shoot down a fucking helicopter. That is at least 200 yards away. At least, yeah. And, you know, at night... That's a Walther PPK. Of course. Of course. No, it's true. (laughs) Yeah, so there's a lot of that. And um, I don't know. I feel like Blowfish... Yeah, that's right. I'm on board now. Should have been smarter. Uh, You're just like, I don't know. He's like this
1: super mastermind who is so easily overcome.
0: Yeah. Like, while I shot down your helicopter, you lose. Like, where's the moment in the last scene where he's got the you know gun tucked into his ankle james bond decides not to shoot him and then he shoots james bond dead except that wouldn't happen so fine his girlfriend shoots him instead yeah, you know see, that, what i was something. looking for that moment and maybe that's why it's not there because we all expect it so instead it's like you know m's like i'm bringing you to justice great don't show us that no matter what i don't want to see his trial
1: here's a much better ending he crashes the fucking helicopter yep. he's he's crawling across the thing james bond's like ha out of bullets and then he goes well that's inconvenient and then blows himself up and kills james bond
2: end of the fucking bond Done. or because we can't really end bond yeah he do- can end this bond well he does he <laughs> you see he does that except that bond isn't quite close enough so he conveniently sees it's coming so he turns his shoulder which protects him from the entire blast and, like, launches him into the water, which covers the, the flames that, was gonna, that would be on him right there. I don't like He this. survives.
1: I think instead he's got Captain America's shield and jumps up behind it and gets blasted away with the shield and is fine.
0: Well, now this sounds like nah, be I mean, amazing. listen, I'm,
2: but
1: it would I'm have here
2: with some potential.
0: It would <laughs> have to be Captain Britain's shield, just yeah. to be fair. I mean, cap, what would Captain America
1: be doing there? What wouldn't he be doing? Man, that's also a good point. We need. This, it's, this is James Bond. Everything's convenient, and there, <laughs> yeah. Captain America, like a happen- boat with a fucking keys in it. Apparently, because yeah. he didn't have to. No, every boat, shit.
0: every boat and helicopter always has the keys in it because you know. No, well, nobody's going to steal this.
1: James Bond. Do you know where I will hide your girlfriend? <laughs> I will find the place where you will definitely go to look out at me, <laughs> and I will put her right next to it. I will I will fuck you
0: James. I will find the place closest to the net that will catch you
2: gently breaking your
0: fall into the boat. And seeing
2: Now, see, I'm just just like saying that what would have con- what would have added to the whole convenience of that whole thing would have been and it would have made a little more sense. That, like, gun that they that they start the movie with, like, when he walks in to see Q, when there's that, like, super gun that, that's there, mm-hmm. yeah. if that was in the boat, so he used that gun to, like, shoot down the helicopter, at least that would have, like, seemed a little more like it would have made sense, because mm-hmm. that could have been, like, that gun you might have believed, but again, the little handgun from, like, 200 yards away, you're just like, there's not a fucking chance that that gun is going to take down that helicopter, there's no chance he's going to hit that helicopter, but magically it worked. I'm just saying, if that other gun had been in the boat, that would have been convenient. would have been James Bond convenient, and it would have worked.
1: You, how long was this movie?
0: Uh, it was not quite two and a half hours, I think. Uh, but it was close. It was mm-hmm. like 220, 215, I don't know.
1: Doesn't it feel like <laughs> it probably should have been longer? Like, if they wanted to make it a good movie, I think, unfortunately, it needed to be longer. Like, like how much longer did you need? <sighs> it's not that did I need Did you need, need Christopher Watts to get away one more time? I didn't need him to get away one more time. I needed the interactions between them to actually be worth fucking while you know like we've got one scene where oh we're hanging out but i'm gonna torture you you didn't see that coming did you yeah that i got a a needle in your neck yeah and then i'm gonna immediately see you again in london yeah and we're gonna interact for about two seconds and then you're gonna shoot my helicopter down
0: and then we're gonna interact for about four
1: seconds yeah like For it seemed like the the concepts of this movie have so much potential. You've got this guy who has been the unseen puppet master. I
0: mean, you get the reveal of Spectre, which should be enormous. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of cool, but you're always like, okay, well, there'll be more, and then we don't actually
1: get more. How about the rest of the organization too? Like, they played no part in the rest (laughs) of the movie. We see this whole fucking boardroom full of like criminal masterminds. Does he call any of them for help? Does he use anything with any of them? No.
0: No. People like the guy who had his eyes stabbed out. People would be willing to give their life for the organization. Great. Any one of them could have helped you. You know, maybe just have them all descend on James Bond and then he's dead. But I guess, you know, he's like, well, I I want to, you know, I I don't want to kill him as much as I just want to needle neck him to death.
1: Yeah. Like. Christoph Waltz,
0: grow a pair. He's
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. Come on, blowfish. You had Use a, your toxins.
0: You tux. definitely had a pair in Inglorious Bastards. Where'd they go?
1: Yeah, where where did you leave them? We need the only German speaking Christoph Waltz (laughs) back, learning his lines in phonetics.
2: I mean, I'm just saying. Did you see those floodwater pants he had on with like the no socks? I'm just saying.
1: What was that look? Yeah, there's no sailboats around here, Christoph. (laughs) Why are you wearing sailing clothes? You're in the fucking desert. There's no flood coming. Jesus. Like get some appropriate... If you want to wear shorts, wear shorts. You're a criminal mastermind. You are blowfish. You can do whatever you want. Don't wear capris.
2: It was ridiculous.
1: So what it all
0: comes down to, uh, would you, either of you, I'll start with Coltrane, uh, would you recommend that a James Bond fan see this movie, a non-James Bond fan see this movie? Do you think any anybody will enjoy it, or do you have to really be ready for some more bond to actually enjoy this movie
2: i mean look if you like the james bond genre of movies then yes i would say go see it if you're just not i don't know like if it's not really your thing like it's not like you don't have to like oh my god i have to go see it because it's not like that i like i said i liked it i think it would have been better if you know if there wasn't a skyfall before this right and there clearly we've talked about some of the things that were problematic right but overall, I did like it. I'm glad I had, I it Scott. was a fun
0: ride, I, and, and I would say that. It's like, you know, with I think that what uh, Captain EO was saying is that Casino Royale, I would tell a movie fan to see. This one, I'm like, are you a James Bond fan? And if you say not really, I'm like, you know, maybe see Casino Royale. And if you've seen that, just go ahead and jump to Skyfall. And then you have to really want more to want to see this one. But I, you,
1: look, I had fun. Do you want to see Skyfall? Part two, worse. <laughs> Go ahead and watch Spectre. That's that's my assessment.
0: Skyfall I, two, the sky falls again.
2: I do have to say, Chicken Little. There was <laughs> there was one thing that I was I for a second I thought they were going to do, but I was I was thankful they didn't. Was when Money Penny was in bed with that dude. Yeah, I really for a second thought they were going to have it be C. I thought they I were going to have it be it Moriarty. Moriarty. Yeah, the, I actually I was, was kind of
0: wondering if that's what it was. And but, I was yeah. just
2: like, I was, I was glad that it didn't happen because that would have, that actually would have made me angry. And I didn't want to, you know, like. But I'm just like, oh no. You oh, know, no. and then it didn't turn out that way so he, I was like
0: okay you referring to him as C reminded me of what was oh. my favorite line of the movie but then they ruined it what is like is like M for Moronic. well now we know what C stands for but Should've then he's like it. but yeah then that's great but then he's like careless I'm like oh you're so fucking British yeah you,
2: you know what careless
0: just, mate you just, just, were careless
2: because everybody <laughs> because everybody in the theater was all they all had it in their head what the C was at that point we it all laughed
0: we enjoyed it and then
2: they, they ruin it and they actually say careless oh, by the way,
0: the uh, the lady next to me uh, who verbalized a lot of her uh, concerns and enjoyment of the movie. Yeah, she did. I haven't even talked about her. this. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, she did. I think she was a little upset when that was the C word, but she I think was. she was relieved that it was careless. Really? So, yeah, I think she was being a real careless about the whole thing.
1: I think, <laughs> the, yeah, I, I, girls, a lot of the girls I know yeah. are starting to come on board with the uh, See You Next Tuesday. Are they really?
0: It's, yeah, it's losing its power. Well, I think it has a bit, and and honestly, this is a this is a British my movie. master
2: plan has worked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Coltrane power, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, know what C stands for. <laughs> Coltrane, Coltrane.
0: <laughs> you know, it, in in uh, in Britain, it's uh, it's a term of endearment, or at least in Scotland, or at least in train spotting, it is. You know, so it, the, that word doesn't have the power that it does here. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. So, uh, what was your final verdict? Do you think that Bond fans should see it or do yeah. you think? Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, okay, I would say this. If you were a fan of the Pierce Brosnan Bond movies, yes. you'll definitely love this movie.
0: But if you're like, oh, I only really like Casino Royale, like, you're like, just watch you'll, it again.
1: Yeah, then just don't wa- then, then watch Skyfall and don't watch this.
0: Yeah. Because right.
1: Skyfall is the better version of this. I agree. Yeah there's and, more stakes there's more it's like they they like used up all their puzzle pieces and then were like but shit we wanted to make another one what do we do and I mean Javier Bardem was great but he was I don't he, know There was
0: such a weird look he, no that's why it was great the whole thing was I, weird the borderline like gay tendencies everything about that was good this one you're just like oh shit this guy's Blofeld it's gonna be awesome man not really it's he's like hugely such a disappointing. Weak villain. It's like in uh, it, it's like in uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. It's like, oh, he's Khan. Oh yeah, if Khan sucked, <laughs> he would be Khan. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, oh, this is hugely disappointing. And that's the problem with the reboots of any kind is that when you bring the iconic villain or iconic character, it has a lot to live up to, and. You know, you should, I don't know, do it right, but uh, what it, do I know? You, you
2: can't fuck it up. That's. You, it's I agree. Like, yeah, that's what I'm doing, saying. Yeah. Doing it right is like, it can be subjective. It's like, but you just, you really cannot fuck it up.
1: Yeah. I that's got, like
2: the bigger point, point to me is you just, it's like, yeah, how people will have different interpretations, that's fine, but don't fuck it up.
1: I got I got yelled at for saying that Benedict Cumberpatch was a bitch ass version of Khan.
0: No, he was a bitch-ass version of Khan. Ricardo Montalban was amazing.
1: Here is the thing about Khan: Ricardo he is supposed to be Fine like Corinthian a genetic leather. superhuman, <laughs> yeah. like fighter. Benedict Cumberpatch looks like he would get slapped once and be like, "Oh no, I am out of here! I don't like this at all."
0: You know what he looked like? Oh, I know. He looked like Sherlock fucking Holmes. (laughs) That's what he looked like. Now, if Moriarty had been in that movie... Moriarty, you're like, okay, this guy's gonna... Yeah. Basically, the Cumberbatch con is basically... The Conberbatch, thank you. He's (laughs) like, I'm here to outsmart you. (laughs) (laughs) Kirk.
2: Buried alive.
1: Anyway. If Moriarty had been... A couple of things. If Moriarty had, had used been blowfish, his ama- that would have been amazing. Yes. That also, also if he worked. had used his amazing Moriarty laugh, that oh, would have been yeah. way better. Like, oh, if been if he just got, If he just went fucking... Like, they killed... Here's a better version of this movie I just came up with. Let's hear it. <laughs> Faggy Christian Waltz, Christoph Waltz, dead at that first dumb explosion. <laughs> yeah. Just fuck him. Yep. Then we get, like, another half hour where Moriarty's the bad guy and he's actually worthwhile and and does good shit and like fucks with Bond and Bond like gets really fucked over and somebody else actually has to come save the day and uh, we have some consequences and we have some like connection and we have some reality and he's just like a sick twisted guy who doesn't just use dentist drills on your neck.
0: Right, so you mean not the equivalent of Moriarty slips in the shower, hits his head on the <laughs> tile, and dies.
1: Yeah, like, first of all, why did that guy have to die? He didn't even seem like that much of a bad guy. He yeah. just was kind of, like, in league with the he's wrong like, people. Yeah, exactly. He, Basically, that was, like, American politics. Like, oh, you're not <laughs> on our
2: side? You better fucking die. <laughs> yeah, that one was, like, there was there was so much more they could have done to make like, him a little bit more of a bad guy. Because, like... Like, the the whole, it just seemed like he was power-hungry, which is, like, kind of fine. And But it doesn't make him that bad. It's like, yeah, he's against James Bond, but he's not that bad. Yeah. Like, do something to make, like, if he had, like, done the swerve where he ended up, like, uh, like killing Blofeld, that makes it th- feel like, oh, my God, like, maybe he's a good guy. And then it turns out, nope, he did it to, like, you know, boss the Empire. That mm-hmm. would have been cool.
1: That would have been way better.
2: Yeah, that would have been a cool way to go about it. And that would have made him more of a villain. It would have made them actually have a reason to kill him.
1: Do you know who Cunt really... Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going with it. Do you, know, do you know what he really was? What he was basically... I just realized this. What he was like a metaphor or whatever of was just like America. Yeah. And, uh, spying on everybody well, and yeah. wanting to use drones to kill people abroad instead of agents.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no. That, Is that, that not American policy? That, that I didn't have the thought, but now that you say it like, yeah, very clearly, he's like... Basically, he's going to turn Britain into America.
1: And we'll we're to it. Yeah, And now you're going Marca. to slip and die in the shower. Like America.
0: <laughs> but don't worry. We're going to have some tea and we're going to beat you. After tea time. After we shoot down your helicopter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> with 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 Bart Simpson's slingshot, yeah. And again, the helicopter doesn't explode. Nope, it just like crashes, and then it's like, yeah, that sucked. I know. I'm limp away. Well, but By I, the way, of course,
2: it, the, the two pilots died. Yeah, but sure. Not Blowfish. Yeah, because <laughs> Blowfish was wearing his seatbelt. True enough. Safety True is enough. very
0: important, even when you're a you know criminal mastermind. And you know the helicopter crashes onto the bridge. Great. But before that, it's flying dangerously close to Big Ben, right by the London Eye. You can see Parliament. And you're like, great, it's gonna crash in. Nope, just on the bridge.
1: I was like, okay, and this the cops could be cool. were instantly there. Oh yeah, there was police blocking off the bridge within a matter of and minutes. And by the way, this shows like, you landing, it, crash it here, come here.
0: That shows <laughs> you what a pussy organization Spectre is. Because if that was fucking Hydra. All those cops would have immediately shot M, Q, Money Penny, and fucking James Bond. Mm-hmm. They would have killed everybody and been like, All right, let's get on to the next adventure, oh, Blowfish. If, if Blowfish had ripped off his face and been red skull. Oh shit, that would have been amazing.
1: Perfect. <laughs> Would've loved that. True or that, even if he had
0: just that. been even if he had just been the regular face of Hugo weaving underneath. That <laughs> would have been fine. Or he just ripped this it off. This is
2: all the Matrix,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it was
2: Javier
1: Bardem again.
0: <laughs> oh! Or what about Mads Mikkelsen, who we saw very briefly, uh, his his mm-hmm. face on the wall? Ooh, what if he ripped it off and he was
1: also James Bond? Oh
2: shit! Now see, your that biggest been enemy
1: is yourself, what Mr. Bond, and whoa. the whole movie took place in virtual reality what if, in his mind. What now, if he see, ripped? That off, is
2: some meta shit. That,
0: uh-huh. No, but this is gonna. Be, I'm about to make it more meta. What if he ripped off his face? And he was Sean fucking Connery. Boom.
2: Oh, shit. Break. Break Dropped.
1: Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, Oh, oh, oh. Go ahead. What if he was Idris Elk? I'm an agent. Now I'm 007. Why did that sound like Crocodile Dundee? Now I'm 007. That's not a bad guy. This is a
2: bad guy.
0: Obviously, we want to know what all your thoughts were on Spectre. Did you guys like it more than us or did you hate it? Uh, we didn't hate it. We thought it was fun. We thought it was stupid. Uh, I'm gonna ask these guys to humor me, uh, for a, a few minutes because I have to tidy no! up some business Dude. from a uh, previous, Dude, from a previous black cast because, uh, the last time we all sat down and we talked, uh, the New York Mets were two games up on Chicago Cubs. And, uh, you know, I felt pretty good about that series. Didn't think it was gonna be a sweep. So I wanted to talk very briefly about that. Uh, that was uh, pretty amazing. And uh, Chicago, nice try. But uh, Stupid back you're to the future. fucking... Well, that's yeah, that's one of the points I want to make. You're Chicago, and that's just kind of what happens. But there were... You know, look, they played uh, terribly. They never led in the series... I think that they eventually, in the last game, they scored like once after the seventh inning. So, you know, you you don't win that way. And uh, there were two narratives that I was glad were put to bed with that. The, the first is the easy one, the one that Coltrane alluded to, that the Cubs were going to win a World Series because Back to the Future Part 2 said it. Yeah? Well, you know what else? Tying back to what we were just saying, Star Trek told us that Khan was going to lead an a uprising against all the world governments in 1996. That would have been amazing, but we didn't fucking get it. So back to the future, their prediction was, quote, Cubs sweep Miami in five games in the World Series, a five-game sweep. So not only would Miami be in the American League, I guess the World Series would be nine games. Uh, yeah Especially nine games nine. I must did some bad math <laughs> uh so you know it wasn't it wasn't gonna happen but um the other narrative and you guys will appreciate this because it belittled the accomplishments of your 2004 Red Sox it made it seem like when those Cubs were down three games to nothing that it was gonna be fine that they were gonna come back and win four straight games. And Theo Epstein was running his mouth. Not really. But he was just like, well, you know, I've I've heard that it's happened before. Fuck you. It had happened before. <laughs> but you didn't think it was going to happen this time. You know why? Because those Cubs had already burned through their good pitchers. You know who wasn't going to come in? You weren't going to get Pedro. You weren't going to get Schilling. You weren't even going to get fucking Derek Lowe. So, no, you weren't going to come back. And You know, look, Cub fans, nobody has suffered the way they have. Literally at this point, no one has. Because Red Sox fans, White Sox fans, you guys all, you know, they've all got it. Cubs, they're still out there. And you can feel bad for some of them. But boy, they sure were really, they had a lot to say on Twitter beforehand. You know, it was like, oh, sorry, Dodgers, but don't worry. We'll take care of the Mets. Will you really? You'll take care of them by giving them warm milk and making sure they have a lot of pitches down the center of the plate to hit out of the park. Great. You really took care of them. So, you know, I feel bad for some Cub fans, but you couldn't feel bad for them on the whole because you always get those people like, yep, this is going to be easy. And then, uh, you know, brought to uh, brought us to the uh, the World Series. And look, a lot of people were very nice to me to say that they're sorry about the way the World Series ended. And look, it's a huge disappointment when you lose... Three games that you're leading in the eighth or ninth inning, but you know what really sucks? You know what you should really feel sorry for all the other years since 2000 that you've been a Mets fan. 2006, they had a great team, and then they lost to a blow job Cardinal team in 2006 in the NLCS. We went on to win the World Series, so yeah, that was worse. But uh, I don't know the games where they finished 20, the years where they finished 25 games out of first place. Feel bad for that year. You know, it's like. You know, and, and you know, just don't. Fe- you don't need to feel bad because I went to the World Series. I I, I left my little boy at home for his first Halloween. He's not going to remember. He's not going to listen to this. He, it's fine. You he's know, he's going
1: to see those. You do realize with social
0: media? Oh, he's going to see the. He's going to hold
1: all every your entire life over your head.
0: He's going to be like, "Wait, why didn't you take me?" And I'll be like, "Because you were a baby." He's like, "Yeah, but you wouldn't have had to buy me a ticket." And and he's right. But, uh, I, look, I had a lot of fun. The two games I went to, I the, the Mets won the one game in New York that I didn't go to. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, But the two games I went to, uh, look, it's terrible to lose the game late. But at least I didn't spend, you know, let's just say a couple dollars on tickets where, I don't know, like... The Royals dropped a 10-spot in the second inning, and then I had to sit there the rest of the time. So it was fun. It was a great atmosphere. Uh, Nobody went home early, Dodger fans. Everybody stayed until the end. Uh, We don't know what that is in L.A. No, no, I know. I was at Game 5 at Dodger Stadium, and a lot of people stayed. But people were like, "Eh," you know, we're down by a run. There's no coming back. Really? Okay. So, you know, look, it's... uh, it it was fun. I was really glad that I got to go to the World Series, which really I could just say that and that'd be the end and drop the mic. Like, that that's plenty. Yeah, I got to do that. That was awesome. I mean, you would have it would have been really awesome to go to a World Series that they won. But uh, in two thousand, my my friend John, who I went to these games with, he and I we we. We took the train to Shea Stadium when they were playing the Yankees in the World Series, and we just walked around and you know just took in the atmosphere. And then we got back on the train and watched in some shitty bar. But you know, there's always that thought of like, oh boy, I couldn't scare up a few hundred dollars and go inside to see the World Series. So you know, you guys wouldn't know because when you make the World Series now, you you always win the Red Sox. You know, I mean, sorry, yeah, I know. So <laughs> sorry, sorry, not, not sorry. sorry. So, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know? So y- you can't relate. But uh, you know, look, it it was fun and it was a great season that I got to enjoy with uh with my little boy Felix who, you know, he the uh, time difference basically we would have the Mets on when he was eating and he uh well, he got to enjoy he got to really understand what it's like to be a Mets fan, because even when they're good, they'll still let you down. But because you know it's coming, Cubs, you should have realized this—that you know, you know it's coming. It's eventually happening. I'm coming, <laughs> you are coming. Oh! But <laughs> and I do want to uh, con- give offer congratulations to great baseball fans like our pal Matt in Kansas City, because hey, I'm glad hey. that he can enjoy his team winning. But I'll tell you what I'm not happy about. An arrogant bunch of crybabies like Mike fucking Mustakis, I think, is it Mike or Matt? I don't even fucking know. Mike. Mike Moustakis. And, uh, you know, and those guys who complained because they didn't like the way that Noah Syndergaard pitched them in game three. Oh, because you'd been really easy, you know, you'd been really comfortable in the box throughout the playoffs. So somebody threw a ball up. Not at your head. You saw what his pinpoint control is. And so there's all these shots of Mike Moustakis in the dugout like, fuck you, motherfucker, fuck you. And it's like, oh, I really don't want to see that guy get a ring. Well, he did. And I didn't see it because I looked away. So (laughs) technically, I didn't see it. So, look, I can be happy for the city. I can be happy for people. But, you know, look, A-Rod has a ring. You know, you just have to you just have to deal with it. You know, it happens. Good things happen to bad people, but I don't Listen, think...
2: Which, which reminds me of the one thing, I, I think I've said it before, it's the, it's the biggest travesty I feel like in sports, Rob Johnson has a Super Bowl ring, it's an absolute fucking travesty because that dude is a douche. And I remember like he always used to beat out Doug Floody because he looked like a quarterback as opposed to Doug Foodie, who was a quality quarterback, and Rob Johnson ended up with a fucking Super Bowl ring. Yes, it was as a backup in Tampa Bay, but who cares, he got one because he's a douche, and bad things, ha- good things happen to bad people sometimes. Douche.
0: Exactly. That's yeah. my point. Good things happen to bad people. Good things happen to A-Rod all the time. I don't know why, but look, they do. Think about how many rings Derek Jeter has. Actually, by all indications, he's probably a pretty good guy. But he's Derek Jeter, and they're the Yankees, so it's easy. And I mean, so, come on, he just it-
2: gave one back. Oh, oh. hey,
1: <laughs> wasn't it crazy? Like how they had the World Series in 2008 and then 2010, but not 2009. Like it didn't happen did that you, year? Did you go back to bad boy school that year?
0: That didn't happen that year. <laughs> that didn't happen that
2: year. They yeah, just said, let's not. They just we, said, they not... skipped the World Series that year. Yeah. It was really weird. It was crazy. <laughs>
0: that, yeah, there was that strike that nobody remembers in 2009.
1: Exactly. 2009? Nine.
0: Nine. You know, so, look, I had a, I had a good experience. The playoffs were fun this year. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened to you guys, but
1: uh, oh wait, we were we played baseball this year. I didn't I thought we took it off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, it's it's football season. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, I'm that's watching true. my seven and Patriots. Well,
0: that's what I was going to talk about because we were <laughs> talking about this before. So look, I go to the World Series where you know I felt like they had a decent chance to win, and you know it's not one of those oh they should have won, but it's one of those oh yeah they could have won, but they didn't. So now you were talking about something interesting. You got your seven and Patriots. And uh, talk about Super Bowl
1: Fifty. I feel like I have to go to this Super Bowl if the Pats make it because because it's Super Bowl Fifty. Yep, it's only a few hundred miles up the road. Yeah, it's like five and a half hours, maybe six. (laughs) But and it's just like it would be, assuming that we win, the crowning of Tom Brady as the king of the NFL for life. Now, now if
0: you're you're able to buy the ticket right now for the Super Bowl and you know they're going to be in it. If you know they're going to lose, you're sure of it, you still go. Mm, that's actually tough.
1: Not a chance. If I'm sure 100% positive Yeah, like, if, lose. It, like nah, if it like if it's like if it says
0: if it says New England Patriots versus New York Giants, then you know they're going to lose, so you should probably stay at home.
1: You see, if it says New England Patriots versus New York Giants, I'll be like, there must be a typo because the Giants suck this year. <laughs> yes, they do. And yeah. They're not going You're anywhere. Like, like
0: that was that was such a weird way to spell Green Bay Packers. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you, you know you know where the New York Giants. Uh, you know why I know they they're not going to win the Super Bowl because Jason uh, Pierre Paul doesn't have enough fingers <laughs>
2: to, to put one
1: on. So yeah, <laughs> guess he's guess he's he's out of luck. Yeah, no.
2: I mean, I mean you know, because he's a really smart guy who didn't lose his fingers because of a fireworks accident because he was holding a firework in his hand that blew up. That's, you know, because he's really smart.
1: The New York Giants who can have a quarterback <laughs> who throws six touchdowns and still loses. He is That's probably oh the
0: third best, no, sorry, fourth best athlete in his family, Eli. Yeah. You know, Cooper has that condition, so you know, he had to bow out early. But I, I would i I'd say present day Archie's probably better than Eli. <laughs> uh guaranteed. Yeah. Uh by the way, speaking of which, uh, did you guys see that uh Peyton Manning tied Brett Favre for the most wins by a quarterback in NFL history?
1: I did see that, and I don't care because Tom Brady's going to pass all those marks. But I like it. You no, know, I did not see that. Favre should be, you know. He
0: shouldn't be too upset because no one but no one will ever approach Farve's record for sending out dick pics. There's
2: no way. I had to see where you, I just. I didn't want to like step in your line. I appreciate That's where you for it was not going, yeah. but I liked it. Because you got to
1: figure Peyton is at zero. You know? I assume he is at way more than zero. I agree. Do you think he sends him to Eli? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is like,
2: what
0: you look like.
2: <laughs> dick. Ah, dick.
0: Do you think that uh,
1: Brady sends them to Giselle, just to remind her? You know, I think Brady probably does send a lot of dick pics, and that's why he destroyed his phone because <laughs> he didn't want people to see his golden rod.
2: See, I was gonna say like he would try to send send pictures, but I mean, did you see Ted too? Yeah, I, mean, I was actually know, gonna reference that. He's just, <laughs> just he
1: tries to take pictures and the screen just breaks because the brilliance. <laughs> And the light that is uh, illuminating it, the world when his dick ah! is exposed. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that's why guys go for his legs? Because it's like they're going for his like waist and then it just shines in their eyes. And ah! <laughs> I didn't realize
0: that that was a... Uh, anyway, so that uh, that that closes the book on the uh, the baseball playoffs. Well, yes, actually, the Red Sox played this year.
2: Can I can I just can I ask you the, the Matt Harvey thing? Sure. Did, did you like that that he tried to fight to go back out there? Yeah. Life, so did you not like no, him? it's
0: great because I was at that game, and uh, you know, look it, it, in in hindsight, sure, you should have brought out Familia the closer, but he had worked the last two nights, Familia, because. You know, you can you can nitpick and micromanage things throughout the game. So on Friday night, Familia comes in with a six-run lead, just to lock it down. And you know, so people will be like, "Oh, well, he shouldn't have pitched that day." You know, what would have happened if he pitched if he didn't pitch that day, or if he didn't come in to start the ninth? The other guys in the bullpen would have given up three or four runs. Then he would have come in, and, uh, you know, there would have been men on, and, you know, they may have coughed up a six-run lead. So I get it. You know, you're just like, hey, I don't trust anybody. So being at that game, the main reason to have not kept Harvey in for the top of the ninth was that he was 111 pitches. I think if he was at 99 pitches, you don't even think twice. You definitely think twice, but the way he had pitched in that game, you're just like— nobody's going to come out of the bullpen and pitch as well as he has in this game. Now, you know, obviously it's very easy to say after the fact. And uh, the real mistake was after he walked the first guy, that's when you have to go get him. Not like, okay, well, he'll get the next guy. Because the Royals never get... You know, never fight off a million two strike counts and have a you know have a a bloop double. You know, which is a thing. Apparently, (laughs) I didn't know it was until watching Kansas City this closely. So yeah, in hindsight, it's easy to say that Familiar should come in uh, at the top of the ninth. But uh, everybody there, we we were chanting for Harvey. We're all really excited and it was logical it wasn't just like oh yeah we want to see him pitch a world series shutout which would have been pretty amazing
2: yeah i i just because i i was yeah, watching, but what, what, I was uh, watching uh, the game
0: yeah you were watching so what do you think do you, I, do you when he came out did you go like well that's a huge mistake
2: no because like because here's the thing. a huge mistake i yeah i watched i watched an 03 when pedro like should have been pulled and wasn't yes that but like that's a different situation right, though. the difference for me in that one is like Pedro. well that it broke see, your heart but well, yeah besides but, that but i mean, I mean you could see that Pedro was done yeah like his arm was done he gave you everything he had that was it yeah I really felt like Matt Harvey was still pitching fine so and he was he was adamant about it so I I had no problem with it I didn't second guess it like it didn't work out so obviously it's easy to second easy guess, to but, second guess now but yeah. I absolutely thought it was the right move this similar to what you said Familia had already pitched a couple times and he at that point his confidence probably wasn't as high as it should have been so Matt Harvey had the confidence. His pitching, yeah, he he had 111, but still, his like his velocity was still good. He was still looking. He was still like pitching well, like the inning before. So I had no problems with it. And again, it didn't work out, so that sucks. But I had no problem with it. I yeah. actually thought it was a good move. And I thought that I thought Terry Collins handled it the right way at the end. Like afterwards, he's like, "Look, I'm it's I'm the manager. I'm the one who should have like done something about it." So he handled it well. Matt Harvey still looks like a good guy there like Terry Collins took the bullet for his guy. So like overall, it's a good thing and like, you know, the the Mets still have a great foundation going forward. So it's not like they had a bunch of like one-year guys and yeah. they, that's it. So this was the right way the right move and I I again, like how Harvey handled it, like how Terry Collins handled it, it didn't work out, but that doesn't mean it was the wrong move.
0: And if, you know, Lucas Duda can throw a guy out <laughs> right. at home, then the game ends and you talk about how smart it was to leave, you know, it's like, oh, you're playing with fire, leaving Harvey there. But to, uh, yeah, I, look, it, it, there's so many things that you can isolate from the game, uh, from the World Series. One thing is, you know, if uh, Travis Darnot could throw out 25% of the of people trying to steal bases on him, there's a lot of runs that wouldn't have scored. They might have still lost the World Series. But, you know, anytime everyone took a base, They succeed 100% of the time. Everybody stole a base on them. And, uh, you know, that's what happens when you have an offensive catcher. This is the franchise that had Mike Piazza as a catcher. I didn't think I would ever see a worse catcher throwing out base runners than Mike Piazza. But ding, 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 where's the bell? I have now. <laughs> because <laughs> Piazza, every once in a while, he'd get one. Ding, ding, ding. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ding, so. ding, ding. You look,
0: so, look, it, it was great. <laughs> and, uh you know, look, I, I even being at that game, which ended that way, and, of course, by the way, the game on Sunday night – when I'm being driven down from New York City, dropped off at an airport in Baltimore, long story, is, is my friend lives down there. Uh, of course, that game goes 12 innings, you know, when I'm like, right. oh, yeah, OK, got to get to leave at like 11, 15. Oh, no, more extra innings, <laughs> which is like it's not like I wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look, even when the Royals scored five runs, I we didn't leave. People did. People started to leave. Uh, there were a couple of bad omens in the ballpark uh, that night. There was a dude in front of me. He was wearing a Mets Roberto Alomar jersey, Yikes. which he spent money on. And it's like an era of bad guys that they just kind of took on. In our section, much further down, there was a guy in a Mets Mo Vaughn jersey. Oh. Now see first, of all, first of all, why do you waste the money on those? But second of all, you have to put those in the closet or just burn them because they weren't good for the Mets. Mo Vaughn was much better as a Met. You know why he was better than Roberto Alomar? He occasionally would drive in a run or two, sometimes three. Roberto Alomar didn't do anything. He just was like, nope, I don't care that I'm old. I'm still going to head for a slide, even though it slows me down because I have a gut.
2: I mean, come on. Didn't he spit on an umpire? Yeah, but that wasn't
0: even as a Met. And he's like what he's best known for, you know, (laughs) happened. I don't know if he was with the Indians or the Blue Jays at that point. I think he's with the Indians. So it's like, yeah, we don't, we don't even have that. But, uh, there, I had a very, uh, I had a very New York moment, which, uh, anybody who's been to a game at Dodger stadium will appreciate. This woman comes up to our section. I don't know where she was sitting. And she, she's trying to get the, the wave started. And the guy behind (laughs) me, the guy behind me is like, okay. And I'm just like, no, she's like, well, why not I'm like. Because it's the fucking World Series. Watch the fucking game. She's like, oh, you're such a prude. I'm like, no, I just want to watch the fucking game. We're at the World Series. We're not here to do the fucking way. She never did get the wave started, by the way. Of course not. But it's like... What are you fucking doing? Starting the wave at New York in New York at a World Series game, which is an elimination game. Why don't you? Why don't you cheer? And I guess she thought like, oh well, if we do the wave, that's going to really encourage them. No, they're going to be like, wait, are, I thought this was a home game. Are we on the road somewhere? Are we, are we in San Diego? <laughs> So, Chua Vista <laughs>
1: Escondido That used to be one of my favorite things Working at Fenway When the whole stadium would just get the wave Going in round.
2: Like, of course I, I was 7 at the time Yeah when you're 7 you love it
0: But uh, yeah So that's the point uh, uh, Congrats to Matt and KC uh, Fuck Mike McStalkus But, uh, you know, congrats to, you know, pretty much just Matt and Casey. No, no, no. I'm sure people there are nice. They have their fountains. They have their barbecue. And they do have the Chiefs, though. So, you know, they need something, you know. It's true. But, uh, and uh, so, yeah, that's the point is uh, people don't need to feel too bad for me. I got to go to the World Series. I got to go to two games. And, you know, there's probably fans of... 28 other teams. I'm not saying all fans of all the 28 other teams would be like, oh, you know, that would have been a better way for the season to end than the way ours ended.
1: You know, as Cubs a getting very swept in the NLCS. Boiled Bostonite. Yeah, I know. It's it's win the championship or go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, because like, you're... I do not want to <laughs> go to the championship game because to
0: lose. because you're the Yankees now. The Yankees don't even get to the World Series a- yeah. anymore. They get to they get to go to a wild card game where they don't even score against Houston. That's the Yankees now. <laughs> yeah. So
1: the Red Sox are the Yankees now. But it's not. I'm, I'm not even saying the Red Sox specifically. I'm talking about just Boston sports in general, like yeah. all our teams. If any of our team, like I. The Celtics have sucked lately. If they went yeah. to the the series and lost, I'd be like, yeah, well, you that's what they get. Fuck you. Yeah, like win the series or. But fuck how yourselves. many years
0: ago was that that they won? I know it wasn't that long ago, but wait, it was a all right, yeah. So
2: was, and they got robbed in, in the the next one. Yeah, was that the one against the
0: Lakers? Oh, yeah, I was. That's that when game I very seven. First moved that, here, that game I seven, was fucking pissed. That game seven was some of the worst basketball I've ever seen played by both teams. I mm-hmm. couldn't believe anybody won. I thought they should have just called it. Yeah. But uh yeah.
1: And uh We're giving this one to Jordan. Have a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these teams. Jordan was like,
0: Really? <laughs> okay. I I, I should have bet on myself. <laughs> P. Rose did, oddly enough. Uh anyway, so uh that that's that's some fun that we've we've all had talking about. the, the ball and the specter. And, uh, we, uh, I appreciate you guys, uh, staying up late with me. And, uh, all of you who've listened, you know, maybe like a week or two later because you didn't want Spectre ruined for you. It's Blowfish. all right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Blowfish. Uh, go to blackcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at blackcast. And we will see you next time on the blackcast.